0: I'm Dr Amalia Gonyas- Malka, welcome to Womanity, Woman in Unity. the show that celebrates prominent and ordinary African women's milestone achievements in their struggles for liberation, self-emancipation, human rights, democracy, racism, socio-economic class division and gender-based violence. Joining us on the line today is recently crowned Miss SA 2020 Shudufadso Masida, who originally hails from Hamasaya in the Limpopo province of South Africa. Welcome to the show. Hello,
1: thank you so much for having me.
0: First of all, congratulations on your win. It's such a massive achievement to be wearing the crown and representing the country.
1: Thank you so much, and it's nice almost achievement, but also a big responsibility too, but I'm very thankful to to be in South Africa. And
0: we wish you all the very best as you begin your reign. To start with, tell us a little bit more about Miss SA, the pageant, what it entailed, and how it's changed your life. And as you said in the introduction, you really have a tremendous responsibility here. So what are some of those responsibilities?
1: I think the biggest responsibility that comes with being in South Africa is um, you're now, your voice is amplified. So there's a huge responsibility that comes with what you say and what you do. Um, so Miss South Africa is an empowerment platform and an et- empowerment pageant where um, we go with this one specifically. We had to do a lot of personal um, development, self-development through workshops um, that taught us the importance of being empowered as individuals before being empowered as Miss South Africa. So once, once I won the competition, I realised the enormous responsibility of, of, of um, being accountable for what I say. So it's, I think that's the biggest responsibility that comes with it. Whatever you do becomes a reflection of those that, that look up to you.
0: And within that workshop space, it must have been incredibly useful and reflective of getting a, almost a different take on yourself through that self-development.
1: No, it was. It definitely was. Um, because you learn you learn so much about integrity, about values. In as much as you think, um, you may think, no, you have it under control. Once you get taught the importance of integrity, integrity which means sticking to your word and just being accountable, um, you, realize, you realize the enormous responsibility that is on you. But it is something that's very self-fulfilling in terms of personal development.
0: And looking at that aspect of responsibility, You have become a role model now for many, many young women and are a brand ambassador to the country and continent. How do you feel about being a role model?
1: Um, I'm very thankful because I think, being with me, having grown up in a village, it, it was important for me to see someone who was like me or came from a background like mine making it because it gives hope. So um, being a role not only girls in the village but goes around the country, um, is, is, I think is a, is a big responsibility but also a huge privilege because you get to give other people hope, you get to instill certain, um, certain lessons um, uh, for people and let them know that their dreams are valid and nothing can limit um, the opportunities if they work um, really hard.
0: I always remember having a a conversation with Lyra many, many years ago, and she was in turn relaying something that she'd had in a conversation with Oprah, who had seen her on the cover of a, a popular fashion magazine, and just saying the fact that by being able to see someone who looks like you, who represents your background in some way, how empowering that was to know that you're validated and that you're dreams and ambitions can be realised. Mm.
1: No, no, that's... that's um, I think when that statement was important because um, one of the premiers said that um, you have a mirror for the village girls um, and that basically encompasses what being a role model means. Being a mirror, you know, um, seeing people can see themselves reflected in you.
0: And thinking about the fact that you're a role model and taking the reverse of that, who would you say are some of your role models and why?
1: My biggest role models, um, other than, than the women in my life, I I think it has to be um, Dr. Poonzilam and Michelle Obama, and I say those two women because they represent quite strength. You know, I'm not the loudest person, and um, and and sometimes you feel like uh, you have to aspire to extroverted ideals in order to make an impact, in order to make an impact. And they have achieved so much in their respective lanes. And Dr. The number of she's open, but she's opened a that makes it feel like it's possible for you to achieve that too. Uh, then you you see um, Michelle Obama and what she represents and uh, how she's a beacon of hope for so many young women around the world. And for me, those two women are a representation of acquired strength, but also the ability to change lives um, through the work that they do and being the, the inspirations that they are.
0: You're right. They do do tremendous work. And I'm thinking now when you, you speak about them also of the recent win with Kamala Harris as being vice president of United States of America. I mean, massive, massive position for a woman, for a black woman, for an Asian woman, for a woman who's come from an immigrant background. Mm. It, is, it is a big win.
1: Um, I remember... I was, asked, I was asked exactly, exactly what, it, what, what um, having her in a leadership position means. And it means that for the next level, she's going to look at it and think it's possible, you know, um, especially she's representing so many people that were previously not presented on stages on, on, on like that or platforms like that. So her win is a huge achievement for, for every young woman that feels like they can become president one day.
0: And on the topic of winning and, and platforms, I know that there are three upcoming global pageants, Miss Universe, Miss World, Miss Supranational. And cool. in the last few years, Miss Universe has been won by two Miss South Africans in 2019, Zuzabini Tunzi, and in 2017, Demi Linell. Taking Miss Universe as an example, the organization describes itself as a company run by women for women, built on a foundation of inclusion and continues to celebrate diversity. The organization empowers women to develop the confidence they need to achieve their personal best. And there are, I think, upwards of 100 countries who send contestants to the competition how do you feel representing South Africa in the global arena in one of these types of formats?
1: Um, I think representing South Africa in such, a, in such um, a global arena is is basically what this job is about, being a, glo- being a South African ambassador. I think when you win the South Africa you don't realize, okay most people don't realize it, immediately you become a South African ambassador on the international stage and again it comes with a huge responsibility because I know that we've had a few wins in the past, but how we represent ourselves is very, very important because we have really strong representatives in, in Dozie and in Demi Lee. Um, so it feels, it feels, um it's an honor to, 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 having a chance to stand on one of those stages and show what access South Africans have to offer because it's not just beauty, there's so much substance to us and having to represent that on a global stage is, is a huge honor.
0: And I'm sure there's also crossover effects th- that ripple positively for the country, that seeing more South Africans, it creates more publicity for South Africa as a country as as well as the continent. Mm. Given uh, the, the chance and the opportunity of being amongst intelligent women from every corner of the world, if you could solve one global issue, what would it be?
1: I think it would be the stigmatization of the health um and I stand I'm a huge advocate for mental health because I believe that it is the foundation of of a, of a healthy society so for me, that is one thing that I advocate for because once we change our mindsets as a society, a lot of things can change um uh, um within our societies and so so many social ills I believe are grounded in, in poor mental health a poor mental health state you know um so i would I would speak about mental health as stigmatizing mental health and informing how we as a society do mental health.
0: And I think this year with COVID-19 has certainly brought mental health to the fore on how people navigate in this new world where our social interactions are limited, restricted, uh, having to wear masks, having to social distance. It really is a a massive adjustment.
1: No, it is. It is. Um, People have lost loved ones, jobs and livelihoods. A lot has happened, and I think we need to take the time to actually just I uh, take it in because um you find yourself trying to achieve more than what you could have. We take it lightly the fact that we are living through a pandemic, you know. Um and I think I think uh, focusing on mental health and trying to fix the society rebuild the society from a place of kindness and compassion is very important.
0: And I'm assuming that mental health would form part of the community project work that you would be doing in South Africa as part of your reign. How else do you plan to use the Miss South Africa platform?
1: Um, I, I plan to, one thing that I've always been passionate about other than mental health um, is um, um, food insecurity and water insecurity, especially in disadvantaged areas. Because um, there's a global water scarcity, but in some places it's been like that for close to 10 years. Um, so I plan to I plan to uh, be involved in social relief programs, um, and then just make a change where I can within the, the most disadvantaged communities. Because I think it's important to empower people and to empower communities to make sure that the next generation does not have, uh, 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 are not restricted by lack of opportunity or, or, or lack of education. So it, educational and economic empowerment is very important to me, but I feel like in order to empower people, we need to empower them with their basic needs.
0: You're so right. Today, we're talking to Miss SA 2020,
1: Shudu Masida. Hi, this is Lira, South African Afro soul singer and songwriter. You're listening to Womanity, Women in Unity, presented by Dr. Amelia Malka. On Channel Africa, the voice of the African Renaissance, a program that celebrates prominent and ordinary African women's milestone achievements in their struggle for liberation, self-emancipation, human rights and democracy.
0: You are listening to Womanity, Woman and Unity on Channel Africa, the African Perspective on frequency 9625 kilohertz on the 31 meter band, also available on DSTV channel 802. We would love to hear your comments on Twitter at Womanity Talk. Today, we're talking to Miss SA 2020, Shudu Masida. In the previous segment of the show, Shudu spoke about some of the aspects of winning Miss SA, what it means from a responsibility point of view in terms of being accountable for yourself and how you represent country and continent as a brand ambassador. We also spoke about some of her keen interests on community development and social development with a particular emphasis on mental health, on food and security and education for economic empowerment. Shuru, looking at the educational element, you hold a Bachelor of Social Science degree in Philosophy, Politics and Economics. And prior to winning Miss SA, you were doing an honours degree in International Relations at the University of the Witwatersrand. Your academic achievements place you in the long line of women around the world who strongly believe that education is a key element for progress and self-development. Please share with us more on your views of education, particularly as a tool in the hands of women to not only achieve empowerment, but also attain equality.
1: Um, I I believe um, education is the tool that validates dreams. Um, It also opens... um, the doors to opportunities which um, makes those dreams a reality. So I think empowering everyone with education, I always say that I'm I'm a product of those dreams that are validated by education. So imagine it in the hands of women who are often overlooked. um, Generally, um, it's important for us to be educated in order to be empowered so we can empower nations. Um, So I think it is a very effective tool in in achieving equality because you're moving towards um, a new trajectory where um, it's about who's qualified, not not about your gender, not about your race, but about who's qualified. So empowering people with education helps empower nations and helps break down those, those, those um, systemic inequalities in our society.
0: I really hope that you can spread that message as far and wide as possible, that it is about who is qualified, not what you look like, not what you sound like, not what your background is about. Mm. In our program, we really promote aspects of gender equality. It has no doubt become an increasing global focus. And part of that accelerant is about driving female leadership and building female leadership capacity for the future of women as well as the country. How do you see female leadership, whether it be in the private sector, public sector, or any other field for that matter?
1: Um, I think, like you mentioned with Kamala Harris earlier, and how we we're talking about Dr. Prindian, that there's been strides that have been made in order for female leadership to be at the forefront of um, of, of many governments because trying to change the inequalities that exist there. I think it's important to have uh, um, women in leadership because um, it helps the next generation know that it is possible. I mean, I've seen Kamala Harris being Um, in the position of power, being a leader of of the United States in her own right as the Vice President, shows um, the possibility and we need more female leaders um, in the private sector, public sector, even in academics because it's it's an important tool of representation, but also uh, changes um, the the, the, the narrative and, and what is possible within our society.
0: Thinking about leadership, thinking about possibilities for the future, Which areas do you think we need to build on the most
1: to benefit women in the future? I think education and mentorship. Um, I always think about how, um, even after I graduated from my PPE, um, lack lack of mentorship and not knowing where to go next or what to do next was a huge issue, you know. So I I believe mentorship and education are the most important tools that you can give women. And hence the importance of leadership. Because we need a lot of of, our female leaders in in our country or just in the world in general um, to to be the mentors for the next generation to to, to build an army of empowered women.
0: And we tend not to have very formalized structures for mentorship. You generally hear about it if someone has identified a person, then they go and approach them and ask them if they will help them. Or... If you're in a organizational structure, you look towards female leaders within that organization to, again, help navigate the route. But I think it's something that's lacking, that there isn't a, a formalized structure to, to provide access to mentorship.
1: I, I, I think you're right. Um, and I, I think another thing is most people don't know that you can get a mentor. It's also about access to information. So um, you hear it's almost like mentorship is for the most... Um, privileged in our societies, but then um it should have not it's not really like that. It's about um having the right connections obviously that also speaks to access to opportunities. So mentorship, like you're saying, there's no formalized structure to it, um, but it needs to be formalized so people can it can be more accessible to to to, to a wide range of people.
0: Accessibility has really been strongly fueled through social media and social media seems to have had a massive impact on being able to get movements off the ground and to try to drive change. In your opinion, how do you see events and aspects of social media and various movements
1: helping to drive change? I think we've seen the impact of social media um um, in 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 through the movements that we've had um, throughout the last few years, but I think I think um, social media plays a huge role, and the movements and play a huge role in, in impacting change and bringing about change. Um, so I think social media is an important tool that can be used to to mobilise and not only if, if not only women in one as specific area, but women everywhere, and just people in general, um, everywhere in bringing about change change in gender equality where, like I said earlier, things are done on marriage, not because of how you sound like, how you look like, or where you're from. And I think social media plays a big role in bringing about a level of accountability.
0: It's also got a significant amount of responsibility with you, you Mm. know, when you think about the fake news that's out there that gets um, propagated.
1: No, that's that's really true. Like I I speak about how um, social media has positive and negative effects. But um, the extent of the positive and negative effects are controlled by the people that use social media. Um, So there on a massive amount of responsibility where you need to be a responsible um, um, social media user and and use the platform that you have or the platform that you've been given to make a change when you can and not really disadvantage anyone else.
0: And being selective about when and how you respond because there is a lot of noise.
1: Mm, There's a lot of noise.
0: You are listening to Womanity Woman in Unity on Channel Africa, the African Perspective on frequency 9625 kHz on the 31 meter band, also available on DSTV Channel 802. Today we're talking to Miss SA 2020 Shuru Masida. We would love to hear your comments on Twitter at Womanity Talk. In the last segment of the conversation, we spoke about the importance of education as an equalizer, as a tool to help women attain equality. And we also looked at leadership dynamics, as well as the importance of mentorship and seeking out mentorship, which is currently not a formalized structure. But people need to understand that mentorship is accessible and you need to look for people. Who would appropriately sponsor you in that regard. Turning towards more of a personal perspective, one of the questions that I ask all my guests on this program who've made tremendous achievements in their respective fields is about factors that they feel have contributed to their success. Some people speak about hard work, uh, a particular person in their life, others talk about perseverance, Tell us, in your opinion, what would you say have been some of your key drivers to date that have helped you achieve your success?
1: Hard work. Um, One thing that I do not compromise on is my work ethic. So I've always believed that if you work really, really hard, you'll get to where you need to get to. And also the importance of manifestation. What you confess with your mouth will become a reality. So positivity, being positive where I can, and just just, um, making sure that I put what I say, and I, I match it with hard work. So like, yeah, for me, for me, it's hard work. I think my work ethic has gotten me to where I am today.
0: And who would you say have been some of the strong women in your life?
1: Uh, definitely my grandmother and my mother and my aunt. And why? Um, my grandmother taught me the importance of respecting and being kind to every single person that you meet, irrespective respectful of the. Irrespective of their status or um, achievements in life, you just respect them. You are kind to everyone. I think that has been foundational in how I've navigated life, where I've made some really strong connections with so many people, um, in irrespective of who they 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 are or or what they do, but just having that special human connection has really built the person that I am today. And she she emphasised always emphasised the importance of education. I would not have been a graduate if it wasn't for 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 her. My final wish before she passed was that I finish my degree, and I did that. And now I'm I'm about to finish my postgraduate. So she emphasised the importance of the education if you want to go anywhere in life. So she's been that instrumental for me. She's been basically the foundation of who I am. And then with my aunt taught me the same lessons, but she taught me the value of hard work. You don't just get things and you don't let your your circumstances determine whether you work hard or not. You work hard to make a change and change the narrative that exists within your own society and within yourself. So when when you succeed, your success should not only benefit you, but also benefit those around you because you have been empowered, so you use that to empower others. My mother showed me the importance of having support so everyone always speaks about supporting other people, supporting other women in order for, 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 for change to come about in our society. And I see it. I see that my mother and how she supported my dreams, even though they didn't make sense to her sometimes, but she supported me regardless. Um, I mean, there'd be times where I'd be studying until 3 a.m. and she stood up with me to make sure that I don't fall asleep and just make sure that I finish my schoolwork, but not for herself, but for me to just make sure that I always feel mo- motivated and having that kind of support system and having That, as a foundation of who I am, has made me the person that I am today. My strong work ethic, how I treat people's respect, is the most important uh, currency that you can have in in this life, I believe, and they taught me all of that. They
0: really gave you some fantastic lessons that are going to stand you in good stead for the rest of your life from kindness to hard work to changing the narrative through your mental outlook and the support i i really admire your mom staying up with you to to support you in your the, the wee hours of the morning on studying
1: yeah that's really amazing I've really, I I wish um it made a huge impact um in how in and in, in, in the support structure that i had and, and in making sure that i was a success in my academics
0: Please tell us about some of the important or pivotal moments in your life as you were growing up.
1: Um, growing up, I think I loved the freedom of growing up in the village. Um, I learned the importance of a life of service from my village. The most pivotal moments have to be just spending time with family. I think sometimes we take that for granted, but like COVID 19 has taught us that you need to appreciate what you have. So, growing up in the village taught me so much about myself and taught me so much about having. Um, having a spirit of service. Um, so that has been pivotal in, in shaping what dreams I have, the aspirations that I have. And and yeah, I just loved being around my family um, in the village.
0: And what would you say influenced you the most to become the person you are today, besides the, the values that uh, you, you imbibed from your family?
1: I think what influenced me the most was the need to make a change. I mean, I knew... That I grew up in a place that I hardly had any water. Um, you you grew up in a place um, where uh, some people don't have food, you know. Um, and I think it influenced me to have a giving heart and to have uh, a need to bring about change. When people ask me what do you want to do with this platform, it's for me it's always about change, you know, because I've seen the need for change in those places, the need to empower the next person in order for them to be to be agents of their own future.
0: And that's really the only way to bring about sustainability. If you can empower people to do things themselves, then you've got that amplifier effect.
1: Exactly. I think it's quite important.
0: So do you see yourself down the line as as moving into politics to to make that type of change?
1: I don't know. A lot of people have asked me that question, but I don't know. I think I, I sit here in South Africa, not because I planned it out. Like, I had this dream, but then I never thought I could do it. But then the way life took a turn was, you know, I found myself making decisions that I wouldn't have ordinarily made. So being in South Africa was something that seemed like a far, um, far, 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 far-reached or far-away dream. And then I made the decision earlier this year saying that what do I have to do? So with politics, I don't really want to count myself out because, um, to make a change, you need to be within the system, you know, and the, 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 the world today is run by, by, by politics. And and economics and 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 um, organisations like the UN and people that work within government. So if, if, it's a, if it means me working for working in politics or working for an organisation like the UN to make a change, definitely would uh, see myself doing it down the line. I never really want to say no um, because I just find that politics is a bit complicated sometimes. But um yeah, I would I would work in politics to bring about change if it was necessary.
0: Something you mentioned as you were talking there was you only decided to join the pageant for Miss SA
1: this year. What what made you decide? Um, honestly, I saw my face reflected in, in, in Zozie's because I always thought if you don't have the the hair, if you if you don't look a certain way, then you could never be part of this. Because I always thought it was highly uh, uh, aesthetics and then you see that it's not about aesthetics it's about empowerment and i realized that i have a strong history to, to spread and this platform could amplify my voice so the need to amplify my voice is why i entered north africa well
0: congratulations again thank you so much and Finally, as we close out our conversation today, please can you share a few words of inspiration or wisdom that you'd like to pass on to young girls and women on the continent that are listening to us? I
1: think being on the show reminds me of the importance of um, equality and gender equality uh, mostly. Um, But I think for young women and girls out there, empower yourself as much as you can so you can empower next person. Um, I think we've got the ability to empower nations and we've got the ability to bring about change. We are strong and powerful beings and I'm so proud to to be a woman. I'm so proud to represent so many other women um, across the world. Um, so what I can say to them is that your dreams are valid. Um, you can do anything that you put your mind to and you're a powerful being. You are a powerful being beyond measure.
0: Thank you for that wonderful message of inspiration. We wish you every success on your current reign that you've got the opportunity to make an impact and to use this platform to drive much-needed change. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us today, Shudu. Thank you so much
1: for having me. It was such an important
0: conversation. You have been listening to Womanity, Woman and Unity on Channel Africa, The African Perspective. And we have been talking to newly crowned Miss SA 2020, Shudu Musida.